Welcome to Behind the Blazer. I'm your host, Scott Sempier. In today's episode, I sit down with Matt, an 11-year-old who has just earned his blazer and become one of the newest members of the performing choir for the Philadelphia Boys Choir and Chorale. In this interview, he expresses his enthusiasm and tells us what it is to be a part of the Philadelphia Boys Choir and Chorale and what it is to earn his blazer. Enjoy. Behind the Blazer is the official podcast for the Philadelphia Boys Choir and Chorale. For over 50 years, the Philadelphia Boys Choir and Chorale has been entertaining audiences near and far as America's ambassadors of song. The Emmy-winning and Grammy-nominated program has toured regions and countries of all inhabited continents, performing for many dignitaries and in many of the world's premier concert venues. This podcast, Behind the Blazer, reveals the stories from the choir through interview format. So Matt, I brought you in today because I wanted to talk to someone who is a new part of the choir to hear what your stories are and to hear what you think about the choir. So uh, just as we begin, I wanted to ask you, how many years have you been a part of the program at the PBCC? So like starting at Beginning Cadets? Yes. So um, I've been in for three years because this is my first year in the actual blazard and I've been in cadets for two years. Okay, can you describe for me what cadets is? Uh, cadets is basically cadets is basically where um, there's like two parts of it: beginning cadets and advanced cadets. Beginning cadets is where like you start out like you're new to the choir, you really don't know what the choir is, um, and you just have a bit of fun. Mr. Stroud is their teacher, and it's just really fun. And then advanced cadets. You get a bit more strict, and like we get Mr. Smith, he's really fun in advanced cadets. Um, you start singing more, and you start learning IPA, uh, International Phonetic Alphabet. Oh wow! And then uh, you perform really, and that's really it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as far as advanced cadets and beginning cadets they're two different years two different programs do you progress can you regress how does that work so in beginning cadets you can you most likely you will progress to advanced cadets and advanced cadets is where you would progress into candidates but if you if they don't think that you're like set for candidates yet then they will keep you in advanced cadets for like another year and you only get like a few years before you get kicked out you would get kicked out yeah after like three years and you don't make it into candidates you'll probably get kicked out hmm so what is candidates then candidates is the bridge between advanced cadets and the performing choir so it's where you start to learn the 12 songs uh ubi Star Spangled Banner, Amazing Grace, All, All Things Bright and Beautiful. Did I already say that? No. All Things Bright and Beautiful, America the Beautiful, and it's like Circle of Life, uh, Philadelphia, USA. Oh, God. You have quite a few, huh? 
Yeah. <laughs> 12. You have to not only memorize which ones they are, but you have to memorize the entire song, don't you? Yes. The hardest one is Ubi. Why is that? Because it's in Latin, and, you know, it's kind of hard to sing in Latin, so. Okay. So it's hard to sing in Latin, and it's just called Ubi, or is there another? Uh, Ubi Caritas. Whatever inspired you to become part of the Philadelphia Boys Choir and Chorale? Um, probably my third grade music teacher, because she said, like, hey, the Philadelphia Boys Choir, uh, they're coming over, and you're a pretty good singer, and I think you should, like, try out for this, and, you know, when you're in third grade, you're kind of shocked when you hear that. Mm-hmm. Did you think you were a good singer? Um, I was confident, but I didn't think I was that well at it. When you auditioned... Why did you choose to audition for the Philadelphia Boys Choir as opposed to, you know, another choir in the area? What was it about the Philadelphia Boys Choir that really drew you? Hmm. I I just thought that it would be a really good opportunity for me to show what I got, really. Have you been able to show what you've got, so to speak? I think I have because I've finally made it into the performing choir and... That's been an, uh, a very big achievement for me once I first got into this choir. Have you seen yourself change at all through this process? Mm, yeah, because beginning cadets, I didn't really know that much. Advanced cadets, like for singing, advanced uh-huh. cadets came along. Mr. Ashby really helped me out, and I got a lot better. And Can you tell me about who Mr. Ashby is? Mr. Ashby is uh, like the voice helper for the choir. Okay. Yeah. And so he helped you in he, Advanced Cadets? Yeah, he helped me a lot in Advanced Cadets. Okay. And then, uh, like, further on, I've just got a better sound for singing. Like, I've just got a better sound, and I think it's just been a really big accomplishment. Indeed. Indeed. Speaking about the sound that you produce... What is your role in the choir? You're not a bass, obviously. No, I am a soprano to middle. Okay, can you describe what that is? A soprano to middle is where, um, do you know what high, middle, low is for choir? Uh, so high, middle, low, obviously high is the highest part that you would sing. Mm-hmm. Middle, middle part, low, middle part, I mean lowest part. Okay. And there's branches in between those parts. So like, um... And from high, there's soprano to high, which would go up to high. Okay. There's soprano to middle, which I am. So when it splits to high, middle, low, I would go down to the middle part. Okay. There is alto to middle. They would go up to the middle part and alto to low, down to the low part. Wow. So it's kind of like you have two different branches of soprano and alto. And then you have three different branches or two different branches of each of those, one and two, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then you also have three different sections of high, middle, and low. So yes. there's soprano one, soprano two, alto one, alto two, and then high, middle, and low. Mm-hmm. It's pretty complicated, but... Yeah. Do you find yourself singing with the altos sometimes and the sopranos at other times? And No. Most likely I will be on the soprano line. Okay. But sometimes it changes. I'll have to go down to the alto line to sing with the alto two middles. And how did you learn all this? How did Um, you learn about these different roles and everything? Probably just progression through the choir. Okay, so the choir taught you all of these different roles? Mm -hmm. Very good. 
personally, I wanted to ask you what kind of music you prefer to listen to. Oh, uh, I like to uh, listen to choir music. I like rap music, and I like AJR and some country music. Okay, and do you find yourself singing all of these things in the choir? No. No? You don't sing rap? No. Could you rap if you wanted to, though? Uh, like on my free time, yeah. Okay, very good. What kind of music does the Philadelphia Boys Choir perform? Uh, we more produce, like, I'd say classical music. Okay. But that's just my opinion. It's really, it's random, but the main branches that we don't do is hip-hop, rap, and rock. Oh, you don't do rock? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, we have done rock once last year. Okay. We did uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, very cool. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that song? Well, I was in Advanced Cadets, but um, it looked like they were having a really good time. I wish I was there in that one, but they had a really good time, and I enjoyed it from the stands. That's cool. Now that you're in the boys' choir, what kind of goals do you have? Um, Getting a solo for okay. some songs. Um like sticking up to my role for my choir that's a really good achievement that I would have as well what does that mean like playing my part as a team member for the choir okay can you describe that a bit more okay um like because sometimes our parts don't sing as loud and I try to help out with that like I try to help out with sound uh pitch and really everything that would make our section sound good okay so you want to lead through the quality of your music yeah that's awesome keep up the standard the high standard that's set before you right Mm -hmm. are there any other things any other goals or things you look forward to as part of the boys choir tour tour tell me about tour uh tour is basically where we were going out of the u.s this year we are going to south africa i'm very excited for that what are you going to do in South Africa? Uh, we are first going to go to a four-day safari and make it up to some other place. I don't know everything that we're doing, but I know but on like the last two days, on the last, on the second to last day, we're going to fly up to, du- to Dubai, uh, sleep there. And then for the last day in Dubai, we're going to go to camel riding. That sounds is- awesome. Yeah. Have you ridden a camel before? No. That sounds great. You get a lot of experience from this. Then. Mm-hmm. And this would be your first tour, right? Yeah. Any fears of going on tour? Any hesitation or anything that you're nervous about? Mm, Probably homesickness and diseases. What do you think you can do for that? Uh, Get all my shots and just wish my parents well and try to forget about everything about them for the next two weeks. That sounds pretty, pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, I know it might sound rude, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do to have a great time on tour. That's true. That's very true. So when you have seen the the boys' choir perform when you were part of the cadet program, what did you think while you, while they were performing? You talked a little bit about it when you saw them sing Bohemian Rhapsody. You wanted to be on stage mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Tell me about that first time. Wow. So in beginning cadets, when I tried out, uh, we all sounded like little children. So then I was like, you know, this is going to be a little children's choir and I'm fine with that. And then um, I go out 
and expect little children singing. And I just hear some of the best singing I've ever heard in my life. And I was like just so shocked. Mm. And I, at, and then I came on, I was so scared. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm not gonna match up with these guys. Yeah, it sounds like you were intimidated because of their quality. Mm-hmm. But what happened then? Um, you know, we we did okay, and uh, they came back on. They finished off the concert. I really enjoyed listening to them. Mm-hmm. And then in advance, cadets, I expected more from us as a group. Okay. And we did a lot better than expected from advanced cadets and just started progressing from there okay what has been encouraging you through this journey of going from beginning cadets to advanced cadets and now as a performing choir member probably all my friends and family okay with your instruction from mr stroud and then mr smith did they seem satisfied with your performance? Were they happy with your performance? You said, you know, I don't think I can, basically you said, I don't think I can meet that level of the performing choir back when you were a beginning cadet. Were they encouraging you after that performance? Were they kind of disappointed or did they say you could reach higher standards? How did they respond? Well, so they weren't expecting that much standards from the advanced cadets and beginning cadets. But they were pretty shocked on how well we did, so I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And how did that make you feel? Um, it really encouraged me to go farther. What other activities are you involved in, in in your life outside of the boys' choir? Um, I don't think I'm really doing that much after. Uh, Any I go sports? To, huh? Any sports? Oh, yes, I do flag football, and I'm going to be starting basketball in January. Okay. How about activities like scouting or anything like that? Oh, yes, I do do scouts. Uh, Every Thursday we all meet up, and uh, we all have a pretty good time. So how do you manage that schedule? You have a sport, you have Um, scouts, you have the choir. What's your secret? Really, there's none. My parents just tell me that I have to go to this stuff, and, and I'm like... Okay, time to leave. <laughs> Any time for homework and all that? Uh, yeah, because normally um, I don't have anything on Fridays, so I can get some stuff done. And it takes a while for Scott to start on Thursdays so I can get my homework done. As I'm sure you know, the Philadelphia Boys Choir and Corral is a world-renowned organization. How do you feel having your name attached to an organization with that prestige? feels amazing, really. Um, I'm just shocked that I made it this far without, like, being held back on, like, a cadet, something I just went through, I zoomed through, and now I'm here. One of the early highlights of being a chorister in the Philadelphia Boys Choir and Chorale is the Blazer Ceremony. In the Blazer Ceremony, each boy is introduced formally to the Boys Choir. This ceremony includes the 12 songs sung by the entire choir, which each Blazer candidate has to memorize and perfect. It is a time of great joy and a time of learning about each new member of the Philadelphia Boys Choir. This is Matt's introduction to the Philadelphia Boys Choir and his part of the Blazer ceremony. Matthew Stewart is 11 years old. He's in the sixth grade, and his big brother, his big choir brother is Jack. 
Matthew's in the Boy Scouts, and he plays football, he plays basketball, he enjoys sports, video games, and he says singing all the time. For the Boy Squire, he's looking forward to making new friends and tour. And to contribute, he said, by trying to be a, a team leader for my voice part. Uh, to help with earning his blazer was Mr. Ashby, his mom, by pushing my limits, he says. Uh, Mr. Smith, Mr. Stroud, um, some choir boys, Christopher Sempier, Gabriel Beckett, and his dad. Uh, something funny, fun, or interesting about him. He says, I fidget a lot. And he also said, I love animals, all animals. So let's welcome Matthew Stewart. And now back to our interview with Matt. So if someone who is thinking about joining the choir is listening to this podcast, what would you say to that boy? Uh, I'd say that you should really keep on reaching out for your goal because um, it's it might be a hard journey, but once you get in, you're going to have a really good time. So it's all easy from here, right? Now that you've earned your blazer, it's no. going to be, it's not easy? Why not? Because we also, because there's more performances and more songs that we have to learn. Like... So, like, in the Christmas concerts, we only have to learn one song. Now, we have to learn 11 or 12-ish. Wow. And we also have Nutcrackers and Philadelphia Pops. December's a really busy place, I'd just say. Okay. So, for the Nutcracker, for instance, what do you do? Uh, Nutcrackers. So, they'll play, like, half of this concert, and then you'll hear, like, this weird, like, flute thing, and then you'll hear the choir. Like, it should, we only sing Oz, but I think it's really fun because sometimes in the crowd you can see them cry. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, tears of joy. What do you mean by Oz? We only sing Oz. Um, like, we don't sing any other words. All we sing is pitches on awe. Really? Mm-hmm. And that makes people cry? Surprisingly, yes. <laughs> so how did you feel when, when you saw that? What? What was going through your mind? I was like, because uh, I was at Advanced Cadets and I was singing with the performing choir. And I was like, hey, I did that. <laughs> and that was for a good thing, not a bad thing, right? Yeah, they were like crying tears of joy. And what about the Pops? What do you know about the boys' choir involvement with the Pops? Absolutely nothing. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Okay, so what do you expect it is? Um, sing-alongs, really. Uh, just helping them out, having people, like, actually there, have a good time, like, enjoy what they're hearing. Do you have any stories, like, something that happened that surprised you, something that might have been better than you expected, not as good as you expected? You talked a little bit about that with the beginning cadets in the first uh, Christmas concert that you were a part of. Just stories that someone who buys a ticket and watches a, a performance wouldn't necessarily know. Yeah. So, like, um, probably when we got to help out the choir on the 50th anniversary with uh, Shenandoah, mm -hmm. that was an amazing experience because all of the people in the choir, beginning cadets, advanced cadets, and performing choir and chorale, all came together just to sing one song conducted 
by the conductor from like past times, uh, Dr. Hamilton. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, what was special to you about that? Um, being there with the choir, probably. It was um, really fun, and I hope I can do that with the beginning cadets someday. Oh, you mean as a performer? Yeah. What would that do for you? That would kind of bring, like, a lot of joy to me to see how, like, all of the other kids are doing and how they've been progressing. It sounds like you're not just a, a leader, but you're also a role model, and you want to bring others along. Tell me about earning your blazer. You said you have to learn 12 songs. Can you describe it a bit more? Earning your blazer. It's very tough because you have to go to boot camp during the summer and like you learn all of the 12 songs, but it's a lot more difficult than you would pretty much think. Why is that? Because like after a while of like doing the songs, feeling confident, you go in and sometimes they have to change what you do and it confuses you. But you move along with those changes and then you pass. How long is boot camp? Uh, boot camp lasts for a week. A week? Mm-hmm. So you have to learn 12 songs in a week? No, because if you become a candidate and you're in the meeting, you're going to get all 12 songs there. And then before boot camp, you should at least have eight songs. I had, like, four done. Okay. So that's why I got in a bit later, later than everybody else, but I'm in, and it's amazing, so. How long is each day in boot camp? It's about as long as a Saturday rehearsal. You're going to get a break in the middle of it, and it's three hours. So it's three hours, just like Mm -hmm. every Saturday rehearsal. Three hours every Saturday. Pretty much. And three hours for a whole week. You polish up the 12 songs because yeah. you should you should know eight songs, but you polish up yeah. all the songs. But it's not really for the full week because it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're done. Like a regular school week or mm-hmm. work week. That sounds like a whole lot of work for just a few songs. Yeah, and it's a lot longer than expected. For me, it felt like a month that I was there. Are you glad you did it? Yes, I'm very, because if I didn't do it, then, like, I wouldn't know any of the songs. Tell me about your friendships in the choir. It's really cool being able to see them, and you see them more often than expected. So have some of your friends moved away from the choir, or have you come up with the same group the entire time? Some of my friends have been have moved away from the choir. My friend Ernie, he moved down to Florida. Okay. And um, in ninth grade, you're going to be graduating, and a couple of my friends are almost at the time where they graduate. What does it mean to graduate? Why do they graduate in ninth grade, not twelfth grade? Ninth grade, because that's normally when your voice starts to change, but if it doesn't change, then you can stay for longer. Okay. Anything else you you think we might have missed? Probably the conductors. What about the conductors? Mr. Stroud and Mr. Smith, they are amazing at their job. And they really shape the choir into what they are today. Okay. And what have they done to reach that level of amazement for you? Well, they're pretty strict once you get into the boys' choir. You have to get everything perfect, but once you do, it sounds amazing. Okay. Is that why they're strict? Yeah. 
Okay, so they have high standards. They have a lot of high standards for us, and we, I try to do my best to meet them. People joke around sometimes, but I try my best to meet those standards. You don't see those standards as oppressive, but as, as something to meet and something to, yeah. to achieve. And when you achieve it, how, how do you feel when you get to that point where you are you know, you're meeting those standards? Um, I feel pretty good because that's how you know that you you really did do it like you did an amazing job and you're ready for the concerts coming up their confidence in you gives you confidence in in yourself as well yeah well i just want to say thank you matt for joining us today on the podcast behind the blazer it's a pleasure to sit down and talk to you and hear your perspective as a a new member of the performing choir and i also want to say congratulations thank you it's great talking to you This has been a podcast of Behind the Blazer, the official podcast of the Philadelphia Boys Choir and Chorale. To buy tickets for the next performance, support, hire the choir, or audition, go to our website at phillyboyschoir.org.